After our Boss Lady podcast last time with Crystal, and she said, you've had a bad hair day for three years, I thought, I've had a bad day for 10. <laughs> no, you have good hair. It's you think I, I think- just got mine done. It was way overdue. I never do my hair. I had like a traumatic experience, and I had it fried off. Like it was burning, my scalp was burning, and I started going like this. And I was like, I think this stuff needs to come off. And she's like, You're fine. She let it over process, and I pulled on one. And it literally, when she took out the foils, my hair was coming out of it. Oh my god! Oh my god! That would. Oh, my. have you ever seen that video of the girl that does it with her like curling iron or straightener, and all of a sudden it's burning off? That's. I had I had a traumatic hair experience once though too because I was just gonna get highlights and I didn't know the terminology and I was like younger. And I'm like, I want my hair like you or like this one. And it was just like normal. And she took everything off and it was bright orange, like yellowish orange. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. I had to like compose myself. And she's like, are you OK? And I'm like, no, I can't walk out of here like this. You need to do something to fix it. What are you going to do? I don't know. She just like sort of toned it down, but it still was like orange for a while. Yeah. I was like 22. I was like, oh my God, this is the worst day ever. This is all my hair problems or tra- traumatic experiences have really happened as an adult. Well, actually, one was when I was younger, I went to the uh, beauty college in Fargo uh-huh. and I was in the way back. I think I got the newest girl ever and she burned <laughs> the side of my face with a curling iron oh, and it no. took forever. Yeah. And I ended up, my cousin and my two cousins had got in with me and they were literally started calling me looking for me and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, she's not done yet. Took me like two and a half hours. She didn't even do anything in my hair, like didn't process it. And then when she styled it, she burned the side of my face, legit burned the side of my face. Oh my God. And they're like, we can give you a credit to come back. I was like, I'm good. I'm not I, coming I'm back. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right. Do you want to switch gears and talk Instead real of estate? Hair? I don't know. After last week, though, Crystal made me think I should probably talk about hair more often. Like, <laughs> what? I don't take care of myself. <laughs> well, you need to change that. She told you that. I know, right? But yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. You deal with kids and then your job, and yeah. that's always the last thing. I know. And I feel like I want my hair to look awesome. I just don't think I ever have the hair to do that. I think I would have to have like a wig or extensions or something. Personally, I think it looks good. It looks like you're not trying too hard, number one. Oh, well, that's Which good. Which is a compliment. Good, because I'm mean, not like, trying at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, I don't know. You see the tutorials yes. with, like, makeup or hair online, and I, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But that looks exhausting to try to be someone who tries to, like, look perfect and then tell everybody else how to look perfect. It's yeah. like, I don't have time for that. No, no. I don't think I would either. You got a nice little beach wave kind of thing Is that thing what you going. call it? I call it the unbrushed look. <laughs> did you brush your hair today? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> I combed my hair. I did fingers. everything here at work because I'm down a vehicle and I was like, okay, you guys, if I'm in the bathroom too long, don't think anything bad. I'm just doing my hair and makeup because yeah, so I knock. was told there's a video today and I got into radio and podcasting to not have to, you know how some people don't like their voice? I can't stand to be on camera. Oh, so I don't like my voice at all. And I don't really and like And now you're I, doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I am like, everybody's like, oh, that's your voice. It's like really unique. I'm like, what does that mean? I don't think that's a good thing. It's a nice way to just say it's unique. It's yeah. It's just unique. <laughs> like a smoker's 
hackle kind of screechy voice is what I think I have. But you don't smoke, right? No. You just kind of have that rasp. Yep. It's cool, though. I like it. That's funny. It is Makes people pay attention. Right. (laughs) And then it's like a little bit pitchy. Does it work on your kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm the mom. I'm the mom that friends are like, hey, Joe, can you yell at the kids? (laughs) Because I can yell and my voice carries. And even, I can't ever whisper. Even when I think I'm whispering, they're like, you're not very quiet. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. So I have that voice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, real Estate by Jill, this is the Just Listed podcast. A little about real estate and a lot about life, right? Yeah, and we want to talk about buying and selling. Uh, the market's obviously changed, mm-hmm. right, since this past weird year. Right. So what's going on? So the market is steady, strong. I would say that a good indicator of what the market is, like a good description, I like calling it constant. So right now I think it's shifted and now we've just like settled into this constant mode where buyers are still buying. We still have plenty of buyers and sellers are selling, but you have to have your property like ready. I mean, buyers don't even want to paint right now at all. Wow. So I think as a tip to sellers, make your house so that it flows. And I've gone back and forth about the kid room thing. I know that kid rooms are something that people ask about. And I've always been okay with kid rooms, but I'm almost seeing that shift a little bit where people are like, "Uh, I don't want a bright pink or bright green room or bright orange. It's like, yep, make it flow all the way through through nice light. I don't want this unicorn theme with Josie and big letters on it that I got to paint over. Yep. Yeah. You nailed it. Mm -hmm. So if you can see that. I know because I almost think that kids room have now gone to these like soft, beautiful, Mm -hmm. picturesque things that I never had. I'm like, yeah, so I never did that. (laughs) No. I always kind of laugh when people like go over the top with a nursery and I like do what you want. I have a beautiful nursery. That's great. But pretty soon they grow out of that stage and then they have opinions. And by the way, you're going to have Lightning McQueen and a bunch of crap everywhere. Right. So. And that's the reality. So, right. so my my tip to sellers is do what you can. If you're going to give on something, give on the kids room. Right. Okay. But if you if you can convince your kid and you can, you know, paint it to flow through, then paint it to flow through. Right. Right. But it just makes it look cohesive and all done and clean and fresh and People walk through and they love it. Yep. And you nailed the two words that are so important to buyers right now. It's clean and fresh. Okay. Yeah. That deep clean. So make sure you deep clean your house. Like get down, get that clean, get that corner, get those baseboards, get those window tracks and fresh. So a fresh coat of paint, make it look crisp, Look at make it look clean. Yeah. So uh, I mentioned a while back, there was a house that was for sale right across the street from ours. And these people had lived there a long time. I've never been in the house or anything. Now it was bought, but I don't think the people have moved in because they are like redoing everything. Oh, so I'm just wondering how that all went. But I mean, yeah, if you don't have to move in right away and you have the eye to redo it, are you seeing people do that very often? Um, I think that some people are doing that. I don't think very many are at mm. all. Okay. At all, the you know the doers, the DIYers, they're few and far between. I mean, they're definitely there, but they're looking for a deal, right? You know, I think that people are going down substantially on price that have paint or have projects. And we have a house listed right now that everybody's saying, oh, too many projects, too many projects, too many projects. Right. And they've dropped price already. Yeah. And see, that that is good to know. I mentioned a while ago that we're going to be putting my 
uh, mother-in-law's house up Mm -hmm. for sale because my father-in-law just passed away. Well, my husband was like, I just wanted to sell the house as is. And he's dealing with the siblings. Well, we have one sibling that, you know, has the money to put into it and said, we'll just take my costs out of the sale of the house when we need to, but like major money. And he's like, this all needs to be done or nobody's going to want to buy it. He's right. Mm Mm-hmm. He's right. You will sell it quicker and you will sell it for more money. So you will sell it faster. Yes. And for more money if it's done. Okay. And it's good to know. It's a it's a tough bullet to bite, you know, in saying, oh, my gosh, we got to do this. But the reality is buyers don't. A, it's so hard to find a contractor. And that's what sellers will say to me. They're like, you want me to get this done? How? And it's like, we got to find somebody because the the buyer has the same opposition. They have the same challenge. They don't want to move in and have to find somebody to do Mm -hmm. that stuff. So you're better off getting it done. And buyers will buy it quickly and they'll buy it for more or at least list price. That is so true. I don't even have a major... Well, it is kind of a major project, but a floor fix Mm -hmm. and some other things going on in my kitchen. It has now been a year and I finally have a date. It's the end of October to early November that I'm going to start getting my work done. It's been over a year to fix a floor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Isn't that insane? So, yeah, don't wait. And I know it sucks. Like the um, situation I've been in is like, Gosh, I spruced all this up just to sell it. Why didn't I live like this? So even right. if you're not necessarily thinking, maybe start thinking about the projects you want now that you'd like to live with and improve your house. And then if you do mm-hmm. want to put it up for sale, then you'll have a better chance at it. Well, and I've had plenty of people in my career say that to me. They're like, oh, my gosh, we finally love our home. Yeah. We like, why didn't we do this sooner? We, You know, we almost don't want to move. And it's like, that's exactly when you should move is. You want people to love your home. And if you love your home, they're going to love your home. Mm-hmm. It's going to sell faster and it's going to sell for more. Yeah. Like that's, that's exactly why that what show want. Love It or List It was brilliant because mm-hmm. people can see the difference and it's not always the same. But, you know, maybe you want to put that into it and stay where you're at. But if you're going to sell, just get it done and make it look nice and appealing. Right. And that segues into what we were talking about. It's a great time in the market, A, to get your home ready. And if you're looking to buy, it's a great time to buy. So if you're going to do a buy and sell, like we do that a ton. I think we're expert buy and sell agents. We meet with sellers that have to sell before they can buy, right? They're like, Mm -hmm. we can't be homeless. We can't afford to home. So how do we do this? And it's like, okay, we meet you, we get your house ready. And then we start searching and they've sometimes already searched, which and they know kind of what they want or they've seen some homes that they want. And they're like, we really want to make an offer on this house. But what do we do with ours? And it's like, okay, well, let's go take a look. Let's get a price. Let's get your projects done. And let's see where you're at with the process. And then let's make that offer Mm -hmm. and make it contingent. I think that's what's so nice is when you work with someone like yourself, it doesn't feel as overwhelming because you can break it down to steps. Mm -hmm. But when you think about, oh my gosh, I have to do this to sell my house. Where am I going to live? You know, and then you have to live your daily life in the midst of all of that stuff. And I've been there and it's like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. (laughs) That's why you talk to somebody who deals with it every day Mm -hmm. and are experts on that shell game. Okay, we're going to do this and then we're going to move this around and then we got this to do. The shell game. I've never heard it called that, but that's exactly (laughs) it. That's what it feels like. Yeah. I do it all the time. So to me, it's like, no, this is just the process. And I'll set you through a step-by-step of how to do it. Yeah. The show. I think that's just awesome. So if, do you have any advice for people buying right now? Um, 
I don't think they need any. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I think the buyers are set right now. I think there's less competition so they can breathe. I mean, that's truly the reality. As much as people don't want to admit it, I know there's other agents or colleagues out there that are going to bash me for saying that, but there's less buyers. I mean, that's the reality. A, it's the fall time of the year. B, um, interest rates change that, but there are still plenty of buyers. You know, there's not mm-hmm. eight, nine, and 10 buyers for every home. But there's two and three, and that's still plenty of buyers. Yeah. You know, but the buyers have time to breathe. The buyers have time to look. The buyers have time to put inspections back in. I know there was a time that we mm. were saying no inspections. But my my advice to buyers actually would be your inspection is a request. It's not a demand, and it's not a command. Like, mm-hmm. you, the, the buyers seem to think they can just tell the seller, go ahead you have to do this, this, and this, and this. Well, I don't have to. Right. It's that a, still opens up just a negotiation. Right. Of, okay, it, we'll take care of this, but this, no. Right. And it's a used home, so don't expect it to be perfect. Right. People did live there. Yeah. Live their life like you did. You oh, know, my gosh. You do. Um, so we always talk about, like, spring market so crazy. Is fall kind of busy, too? Is, like, this a busy time? It's different. It's still busy. It's constant. Like I said, you. it's like the drip. It's like the constant drip. You mm-hmm. just constantly kind of keep going. We're like in spring, it's a frenzy. So my advice to buyers is buy now. That's actually, now that you say that to answer that, yeah, my advice to you is don't wait till the spring to buy. Yeah. Buy now. Because everybody wants to, everybody takes the winter, gets ready. Everybody shifts into fall gear right now. So they don't, they put looking on the back burner. They don't want to move in the winter. Right. Yeah, there's some or around the holidays or right. any of that. Yeah. Right. But now is the best time to buy. Yeah. You have the least amount of competition. You can make a better offer. You can breathe through your offer. You can maybe have a contingent on inspection. You can walk through the inspection. Yeah. I mean, it's really a better time to buy. Yeah. I think it would be ideal personally, kind of like... Get the winter to get settled in your house, do all the inside stuff. And then when spring comes around, then you worry about the yard and the landscaping and yep. the curb appeal outside and everything else. So I would think, I would personally think fall is ideal. Well, if we get falls like this, like yes. today, and this fall has been beautiful. I know. I have spent so much time outside yeah. with the kids. It's been amazing. I'm like, gosh, this is like when I'd move. I think I'm just in a good mood, not only because of the weather, but because my children are busy and have somewhere to go. (laughs) And aren't destroying my house every minute I'm away from it like they are on summer vacation. Are you better now that school has started? It's awesome. I have a driver. It's she's great. She can get herself to and from school. But yeah, it's um it's good. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> I feel like I'm better. I actually, I think I'm a lot better, but I'm also like busy. Yeah. I feel like I'm running more because my kids can't do, they don't drive. And now it's like, okay, now we're in soccer. Now we're in football. Now we're, yeah. and it's like, oh gosh, here we go. Every night after school, it's like, do we go home or do we just stay in town? Yeah. And I feel and- you. That's how I felt last year. And it's just my daughter that's in volleyball now that she can drive. It hasn't been like we try to go and watch her games. But the practice every day after school is not sucking up my time anymore, which is amazing. 
Nice. So So I don't have to drive in and get you? Nope. You'll just come home? Yeah. Well, this is great. (laughs) I don't have to sit in the parking lot for 15 minutes and like, come on. The biggest problem is her going, oh, can I run to Target or can I go get a coffee? And I'm like, if you have money, I'm not giving you money to do that every time you run across. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. My son, that is a a habit, I would say, because last night he went home before I did. He went home with my little brother and... He did homework and then he calls me and I'm like, or I called him. I was like, Hey, we're on our way home. Do you, I was like, just to let you know. And I always have this innate ask of, Hey, do you need anything? Like, Hey, do you need anything? He's like, yeah, I want to ask you to do something, but you're probably going to say no. I'm like, what? He's like, can you get me a symphony chocolate bar? I am not going to (laughs) stop and get you a candy bar. And then he's like, can you stop and get some jerky? No. I'm like, there's jerky in the freezer. I'm not doing that. No, I know. They just... They'll never get it until, I mean, it's one of those things. They'll never get it until because it's they're cool in it. To because, drive yeah, because it's drive around and what's the big deal about stopping? Because mm-hmm. I haven't been home all day and I'd like to just not run to get everything you right. want. <laughs> if you don't need a necessity like milk, water, <laughs> I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping. <laughs> I might even put a diaper on you because I'm not stopping. <laughs> like, like, right? Uh, can you hold it till we get home? For real. <laughs> I'll speed a little bit. Gosh. <laughs> oh, kids. Uh, right. I, I, they do. We t- we've gone back and forth on that, too. When you're talking about buying or selling homes, the whole kid thing throws a wrench in, too. It's just hard to, you know, your kids are, like, emotionally freaking out, and you're just trying to go, no, I need to paint your room a neutral color. Right. Because I need somebody to buy this. I don't want somebody else living in my room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't tell them that. <laughs> Say, well, we're going to paint it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to do that one yet. <laughs> I don't know. It was always gut-wrenching to just go, okay, guys, we have to leave the house because people are coming to look at it. What? They better not touch my stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to touch your stuff. I know. That's why I tell people when they ask, do I have to paint the kids' rooms? like... That's a that's a battle or a discussion as parents that you have to have. Yeah. That I can't say, yeah. I mean, I honestly think it's better, but what's better for your child and your family? Right. So if you're making a move, there's a reason more than likely. And I always just try to make promises about the new place. Right. Like, you know what? You wanted that super cool chair that hangs from the ceiling. We can order. get that for you. Yeah. We'll or order it now. We'll paint it, whatever you want, because you're sick of this after two, three years, so whatever. But yeah. Uh, Anything else going on for buying and selling right now that we should cover? Um, I don't terribly think so. I think it's a great time for those sellers, not like AKA buyers to crawl out of the woodwork and come out and buy and put their home on the market because our inventory is still not super high. I mean, we still have low inventory and, you know, buyers are still out there, but you can... You can get a good priced home now and not feel like if you want it, you have to outbid it. Yeah. What's going on with interest rates? I really haven't paid attention. Um, Well, there was some talk yesterday that they might go up again. They've really just went up and stayed. Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to quote rates because I'm not supposed to, but they're not that I just wondered if they came down a little, but I had not heard really that any movement was happening. Right. After they they went up. They went up and then they kind of just backed down a little few points and then stayed. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the rate right now is lower than I bought my first two. At. Oh, okay. So it's like really well, and I liked your point too that it shouldn't scare you too much because you can always refinance. Oh yeah, you know because that's always changing. The interest rates are always changing. We did that with a home, and 
might do it with this home, you know? Right. I looked at one of my properties the other day. I looked back and I had re- I've refinanced it three times. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was I mean, like, whoa, really? But it was like two points each time. So it's like, why not? Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's just a lot of things to figure out. Like we said, it's kind of a shell game. You're yeah. looking to buy and sell at the same time, which a lot of people are. It's, you know, really good to get a realtor. So you can mm-hmm. do that with Real Estate by Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real Estate by Joe, as always, online, right? www.realestatebyjoe.com. In um, downtown by Big Ole and then in Glenwood as well. We sell faster, hardworking Minnesota farm girl. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.